Revival Podcast, brought to you by the Revival Watch Ministries. Listen and be blessed. I have a question for us today, and here's my question. Why is it a big deal? Why is it a big news when a great man of God or Christian falls? And here's my answer. Because our claims are high. The claims of the Bible is high. The claims of God for pardon and freedom from sin is high. The claims of Christ are very high. You see, Christ said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody goes to God except by me. That's a high claim. He that rejects the Son is condemned already. It's a very high claim. So the claim of the Scripture, the claims of God are so high. And it is difficult for the people of the world to believe such a claim. It's so difficult for them to believe that a man can be free from sin, can live pure and holy without committing adultery, fornication, blasphemy, lying, cheating, stealing, fighting, and all the wickedness that is so common everywhere in the world. They tell you simply it's impossible. They admire you when they see it in believers, but they're not so sure about it. So when a man who has held to such a high claim falls from grace, you see the men of the world are quick to publish it. They say, we told you such a thing is not possible. We told you such a lofty eye is unattainable. Those folks are simply hypocrites. We are right all along. They wag their tails and sharpen their tongue with cruelty and bash the honor of the Most High. It is painful to some of us to see, to hear the name of Christ reproached, to hear the name of Christ blasphemed among the hidden. You see, these are people who doesn't want God. They, they don't want to be holy. They don't want to be righteous. They don't want to live right. So at that opportunity, they, they jump on it. The people of the world simply jumps on it. Remember I said the claims of the Bible, the claims of Jesus, God's claims through the scripture, they are so high. In fact, the moral standard of God is so high. The spiritual standards of God and every kind of standard that God has raised in the Holy Scripture, they are so high. And we know that man in natural form cannot attain to this, except a man be born again, except a man be born of the water and of the Spirit of God. You see, that which is born of the flesh is simply flesh. It can only associate and can relate to the things of the flesh. But that which is born of the Spirit is of the Spirit. It can relate and live the life of the Spirit of God. We read in the book of Romans, chapter 6, verse 7, He that is dead is free from sin. So such freedom to the people of the world is impossible because they've tried every methodology they know. They've tried to abstain. They've tried to run. They've not been able to achieve it. So they simply say, well, it's not possible. Now take, for example, when a leader, say from any other religion, engages in any form of misconduct, such as head to a lower standard, not so with a Christian, not so with a, not so with a Pentecostal guy or an evangelical leader, because he has claimed that there is a power that makes a man clean, clean from sin, free from sin and bondages, and now he himself is bound. But you know, the leader from many other religions has never made such claim before. He has never made a claim of divine holiness. He has never made any claim of pardon from sin, consecration, sanctification, hope of eternity. So the men of the world simply say, he's a human being after all, so he's bound to make mistakes. 
that they give him a free pass because he has never made such a claim. His religion never made such claim as freedom from sin, deliverance from sin, and hope of eternity. A heaven where God lives is holy, and where those people must go, they must be holy too. There is no such claim. Every other religion gives sin a free pass. But does this make God's claim untrue? No, God is faithful. Though many men who have undo the truth of God as dealt unfaithfully, yet God remains committed to his word. God is faithful to all the claims of the scripture. God is faithful to every single claims of the scripture. The claims of complete sanctification, the claims of atonement and freedom and pardon, the claims of eternity, the claims of rapture, God is faithful to it. The men have dealt deceitfully and, and have allowed the men of the world to, to speak against that which is true. Oh, it has been a great cry in my own heart for the mercy of God, that my life may not bring reproach to the name of Christ, that I may be faithful and not bring shame to the name and honor of the cross of the living Christ, not to drag the name of Jesus Christ to open shame for men to trample it afoot. This has been one of my greatest cry, to be faithful to the very end, to live a controversy and scandal-free life, you see, many leaders have lived deceitfully, unfaithfully. They've lived in secret sin, and they've brought the name of Jesus to hope and shame. The man of the world has blasphemed the name of God. Satan has exposed many, leaving them in a wet. But this thing I do know, God will defend his name and honor. And I'm sure God will raise better men. I want to close by saying, oh, that we may not falter and loiter on our heavenly journey. The very words of David Brainerd, do a little bit modified. Oh, that we would live faithfully and stand firm upon our professions and live gloriously, waiting for Jesus Christ to come. You hear Paul the Apostle said, I put my body under, I beat myself down, so that after I preach to others, I myself might not be a castaway. Lord, we're asking you to please help us that our lives may not bring shame, reproach, and dishonor to your name. That we would be faithful and committed to your word and living right till you take us home to glory. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. We hope that you've been blessed by today's episode. God bless you. See you next time.